0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of They Might Be Bronies. My name's Matt Rodolfi, and this jackass is Mikey. Hi, I'm Mike. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know why I went so harsh right at the beginning. Well,
1: I was just fucking right out the gates, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Also, fuck you. Hi, I'm Mikey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome to uh, They Might Be Bronies, the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. No, that's not it. <laughs>
1: wrong wrong, wrong <laughs> uh,
0: We're having a day. Yeah. Um, anyways... My name is Matt Rodolphy. This is Michael Lannan. We are owners, founders, producers of Fat Tango Presents, Fat Tango Productions. And this is the show where we watch My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, and find out if we might be bronies. We are given, I was thinking about this a little bit because we're gonna have to advertise and stuff soon. Like, I, I like to think that we're being honest here in our reactions to it, given the honest truth of how we feel and the honest judgments and jokes harsh as they may or may not be but i feel like we're we're given a genuine chance right yeah like i i do feel like our goal is to give a genuine shot to this show yeah i don't i didn't want to approach this just to shit all over it yeah it's this is just normal shitting like like how you shit on everything a little bit you know yeah just a little shit on everything once or twice a day (laughs) no i feel like we're giving it a real and and honestly the crap we've talked about the show, I not know that we've talked too much, but we are willing to get into it. I, I, we've decided we're going to be the show that you probably shouldn't watch <laughs> or that shouldn't listen to. I guess you can't really watch us yet. Yeah. Um, For My Little Pony, but hey, whatever. Fuck it. Here we go. We're giving an honest, like, I got my favorite lines for this episode. Like, I don't The show makes me laugh. Anyways, uh, today we'll be talking about, we'll just get this out of the way. Today we'll be talking about episode five. Griffin the Brush-Off. Yes. Which, is that like a metaphor?
1: It's a, uh, it's a phrase. You What's know, the phrase? Like you're brushing someone off. So she's like brushing off Pinkie Pie and brushing off Ponyville.
0: So it's saying like Griffin the br- like the Brush-Off, like in quotes it would be like it's her nickname? Yeah. Griffin the, the Brush-Off. Maybe. I don't know. I trust you. <laughs> okay. i trust you if that's what you think if that's what it is all right cool I'm like 80 percent sure uh, what have you been doing up man
1: um fucking painting houses yeah it doesn't stop writing does it? it doesn't stop i uh our
0: show's officially launched
1: yeah that's kind of cool yeah that was cool yeah but um i want to plug i want to plug something else okay i've been fucking you know jeff rosenstock yes um, last year he came out with this record, Fucking No Dream.
0: It's called Fucking No Dream? No, it's called No Dream. Oh.
1: I just fucking say fucking a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> you fucking do. So he came out with No Dream last year. Yeah. And it was fucking sick, critically acclaimed, or whatever. I don't know. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Okay. On 420 this year, so like two days ago.
0: This is the album you showed me last year. This isn't the, uh, Americ Varago Ver, Miss Spucci. Antarctica Spoochie. Is that the song that's on it? That no. That was the album. No, that was a band. Antarctica of Spucci band. is
1: a band with Jeff rosenstock Wow, okay.
0: And Chris I, Let me put it on the record. I really I do like the music you showed yeah. me of his. I do like it. I just don't keep up with it.
1: But anyway, so he fucking so on 420 this year, he dropped something called fucking ska dream. Oh. And he just He just does a bunch of ska? He took no dream. And we recorded every song as a ska song. He took No Dream and made it a ska album. He, same lyrics, except for like a few changes.
0: It's the same album, just ska. It's just ska. Is it good? I fucking love. I can't stop <laughs> listening to it. It's good ska.
1: Yeah, it's it's like it's the
0: record we needed and deserved. And it doesn't have all that uh, bomb the music industry like jam packedness. It's just kind of classic ska, or what? No, it
1: still kind of got that like it's still like unnecessary
0: organs and
1: it's still like he hung out with a bunch of his friends and they started recording a ska album as a joke sure and then and it's just like, doing their own songs well no it's like they started doing it as a joke and then they turned into like yeah but what if we did it like really good <laughs> that's how he wrote it on the uh shit that's awesome
0: that's awesome is he still doing everything for super cheap um or does he think he's rolling in money yet I don't I mean, he's know. He's critically acclaimed after all. He's
1: he's he does a lot of shit cuz like he does uh he does like um he, he does his band. Yeah. That took way too long to fucking remember. He does his band. He does his band. His band. He uh he does a lot of like um he does really records like his record company I think really, it is. Really It's
0: called Really Records. Yeah, yeah, he
1: has, Okay. And then he also like does quote unquote records. Well, I don't know if he still does that like a lot. But then he also does music for Craig of the Creek.
0: Oh, I think you told me that. Yeah, uh, and you like that show?
1: Yeah, and that's so you should watch that show. That's a great okay. fucking
0: show. We'll have to do that after Pony,
1: way better than My Little Pony.
0: <laughs> well, we're not very far into this, man. We don't know what's what's coming.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Don't don't
0: make judgments. We just yeah. talked about how we're fair and balanced like that news organization
1: it may or may not be better (laughs) than my little pony
0: (laughs) I'm not sure yet oh that's fun um shit okay okay um I went uh, off a little tangent
1: there no no I had another
0: question but I like totally lost it I was gonna ask you uh oh well I lost it here's what it is I don't know I I dig that stuff it's pretty fun bomb the music industry's style I know Jeff Rosenstock's style is a little different and whatever but Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, but yeah, no, I love it.
0: Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. If you had to get, if you had to guess, like, what if you had to go like one in a hundred percent chance, one in one 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 percent chance to a hundred percent chance that Jeff Rosen socks a secret Brony. I don't think so. I mean, you had to guess. If I had to guess, if you a had, percentage. To, like, would you be like just one, you can't say zero, so you'd be like one, or is it like? There's a party that's like that guy's. He's doing his thing. He's a little, a little weird. Maybe there's a three percent chance, it's just a, a sliver more than nothing.
1: Jeff Rosenstock. I don't fucking know, <laughs> dude. I don't know Jeff Rosenstock. I can't sit here and be all like, "Yeah, that dude might be a fucking brody. <laughs>
0: well, I know that's why I wanted to force you into it.
1: That's that's terrible. How, yeah. how
0: fucking dare you? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> um, should we get into this episode? Talk about it a little bit. Griffin the Brush-Off. Griffin the Brush-Off. Episode was episode five? Episode four? Episode episode five. Five. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Griffin the Brush-Off. Let's do a quick recap. I will try and do a simple recap. Okay. I uh, Just watch it. So it starts with... Okay, so this... You I, just watched it? I just watched it again, yeah. My son wanted to watch some... My Little Pony, and I was like, "Throw it on!" I got to talk about this in a <laughs> second. <laughs> so we did. Nice. That was pretty cute. I was like, "Hey," he's like, hey, "You watch watch a little My Little Pony, Daddy?" I was like, "Um, yeah, I'd like to." Is there's a kind of an episode I'd like to watch if we're gonna do that? And he was like, "Well, we can watch whatever episode you would like." Like he was just so hyped that I wanted to sit and watch it with him. Not that I give get a choice most time, but um, anyways. I had a thought with the way this one starts. So it starts with Pinkie Pie chasing Rainbow Dash all over Ponyville uh, to get her attention for whatever reason. And, and that made me realize something here. Like, does that mean, like, before Twilight moved to Ponyville, like, those older ponies clearly knew each other. Mm-hmm. But I guess they weren't tight, right? Like, Rainbow Dash is kind of like just like, okay, I'll go away. Like, yeah. And then kind of realizes, like, okay, she knows Pinkie Pie enough to be like, all right, screw this. I give up. Here, what do you want? Right? Mm. Did, did you get that, too? Or did yeah. you not that really? Count- okay.
1: Yeah, no, I, I was watching the whole fucking thing, like fucking Rainbow Dash's loyalty. Yeah, and she's like, she's <laughs> like, Pinkie <laughs> Pie's just going after her, like fucking Roadrunner after Wile E. Coyote, like, yeah. hey, you want to help me with this favor?
0: Loyalty's just ducking out every chance she can get uh yeah anyway so it starts with Pinkie pie going to get a favor from rainbow dash and the favor is she wants rainbow dash to bring a storm cloud over the library i guess and basically make it thunder right when spike's walking out to scare him and get the hiccup so she's pulling a prank and rainbow dash of course like whoa holy crap you you were doing a prank sweet i didn't know you were cool you know and so naturally they bond and they go off and start pranking everyone however uh, well, the weird thing, too, is everyone they prank seems cool with it. you notice well, that?
1: No, because, like, everybody looks like they're a little pissed off right when it happens. Yeah. But then they see something, like...
0: They recognize it's a joke.
1: Yeah, like, um, <clears throat> like at first, who do they fucking do with the sneezing? Rarity. They hit Rarity, Rarity with, the, with sneezing the sneezing powder. Yeah. And Rarity looks out all pissed off. And then she sees fucking Rainbow Dash out there getting hit with the sneezing no, powder it's, it's herself. No, she hits
0: Pinkie Pie with oh, it. Pinkie yeah. Pie
1: gets hit herself. And sneezes and shoots the fuck back. I thought that was really funny.
0: (laughs) Have you noticed, like, the animation style, too? Like, Pinkie Pie has all the classic, iconic cartoon. Yeah. Like, her movements and, like, stuff like that is all kind of accompanied by, like, sound effects and music. Yeah. So, that's very matching of those old old cartoons, which is fun.
1: And that's why, like, uh, the fucking the roadrunner like she's going after Pinky yeah, Rainbow yeah. Dash Rainbow Dash is zooming around she's just like hopping along yeah
0: yeah <laughs> catching up like how the fuck did she get to that tree so fast she does a lot of that in this episode so then after that well so you're right Rarity's like she looks and last Twilight too like the disappearing mm-hmm. ink even though her like science experiment like exploded in her face yeah. she sees the invisible ink and they go off and she just goes ah, you goofs you know <laughs> like okay uh, and then who else did they, they get? Uh, apple, uh, Applejack. Yeah, they fucking paint every apple in the orchard. <laughs> like that just takes painted so different much color. fucking time. Each, each apple's like plaid or polka dot. It's got like six colors on it. Yeah, and they spend all the time. I like when it cuts to them and they're all in their braids. And my favorite part of that one is that Applejack just starts throwing apples at them and chasing them off the property. And like they're freaking nuisance is like, pretty good. She
1: cuz she doesn't realize it's a prank. She's like, "You painted my fucking
0: <laughs> apples? Are you kidding me?" And,
1: and then the, she throws it in the water yep, barrel and, and
0: then it comes off and she's like, "Oh, you young kids." <laughs> <laughs> um, what and, if what if fucking
1: What if she just applejack fucking just snapped? <laughs> that's where she And was, fucking killed that. one of them.
0: Jesus. And then
1: afterwards uh realizes like uh <laughs> You're looking at me like
0: it starts raining. Wow, you that got dark. There's yeah, blood in the puddles in the water, and the rain washes the paint off of the apples, and the paint falls the the into the watery, bloody puddles. <laughs> I like to think that if it went that way, <coughs> that she probably would have killed pinky Bye, and then Rainbow Dash wouldn't have, not, wouldn't have gone on her own like samurai adventure mission to get revenge. I don't know, Samurai Adventure. I think I'm seeing Samurai Jack or whatever. But you know what I mean? <laughs> like major revenge killing mission. Or like John Wick. Yeah, whole John, Wick John Wick series. She's on John Wick with it. Rainbow Wick.
1: <laughs> no, that's her. Uh, she goes off and buries herself in work, and that's her start into the Wonderbolts.
0: <laughs> there you go. She just goes. She just grinds, man. She, yeah. It's all about friendship. Where are we at? They, um, they painted all the yeah, apples in painted. the orchard. Oh, okay, so then they go to they're going to prank Fluttershy, and, and and Rainbow Dash is about to pull the trigger again. Actually, this is a good example of how apparently they don't only know each other that intimately because mm. Rainbow Dash is like, it's fucking flutterfly, 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 it's fucking shutterfly. We're gonna get her, and Rainbow, and Pinkie Pie's like, no, no, Did no, you no, say no, shutterfly? no, no, shutterfly, shutterfly, Fluttershy, yeah. shutterfly is a a photo service that my wife used to frequent. A I, lot. Didn't, I didn't know that <laughs> shutterfly the I more you so. know the more <laughs> you know right shutterfly i think so i don't know i don't know i'm tired um and then we get so fluttershy is too sensitive Pinkie pie has a line apparently she knows them well enough like no which makes me wonder like did she prank fluttershy one time and fluttershy like Cried for in like a, for a week in a coma of her own tears. No, I think she just knows. You <laughs> think she just? Knows. I think she just knows. She just knows where the line is. Yeah. Um. So instead, she pranks Rainbow Dash, which was kind of cute. It's getting the eye. Uh. That's all in the first like act. Yeah. There's a whole story in the first act of them like getting close again, getting close, uh, and then clearly they are friends now. And then I really like the moment the next day, Pinkie Pie's on her way to to Rainbow Dash's like apparently lives in a freaking cloud mansion. <laughs> you know, we didn't get that before. Did you catch that? Her no. house, when Pinkie pie goes to her house, her house is like, it's a bunch of clouds and there's columns and like decks and plateaus. It's like a mansion.
1: That's her house. I you thought she
0: just like, it's formed, like a cloud hotel. I uh, no, I thought she just like
1: formed the clouds to be like that for her to hang out for a little bit. Oh, like maybe. building a fort or something.
0: I, I guess I don't know. Maybe it was a fort. I assumed it was just, that was her house. I don't know. Um, Interesting. Oh, we go over there. I like Pinkie Pie with, like, all of the gags on her face at once. <laughs> she's got, like, the, the eyes with the mustache and the arrow in the yeah. head. And the, like, she's ready to yeah, fucking she's, like, go. she's, ready to party. Um, and then, woe and behold, we meet Gilda the Griffin, who is kind of a
1: bitch. No, she's not kind of a bitch. Yeah. She's, she's a fucking. <laughs> she's a bitch. She, she's just an asshole. Uh,
0: kind of right off the bat. Like, she's too cool for school. We meet Gilda, and she's, she's really tight with Rambo dash and she likes Rambo dash mm. Rambo dash. Is like let's do the salute from camp or whatever. And only for Rambo dash, you can tell the whole time guild is like over that. Shit. Yeah. I want to do it. And, uh, you think right off the bat, you kind of think Pinkie pie is going to be jealous, but she kind of pulls through. She's not like off the bat. She's just like, that was awesome. Well, you know? Yeah. She was like, ready to go. Like, cool. Let me be part of this, which good attitude. Yeah. You know, good attitude. Um, she gets a little down when they go, Oh, well, Rainbow Dash, you promised me a morning flight. I don't want to hang out with the loser. Subtext I don't want to hang out with this loser, but promise me a flight. So they go flying off. Sorry, Pinkie Pie, we'll catch up later. And she had a moment where she was like, Oh, fuck. Yeah. But,
1: but she caught up with him later. I fucking love the way she did it, though. Because it's the dumb she, as shit. She caught up with him. Because she's like, she's jumping up and down on the trampoline, <laughs> and Gilda's like, Fucking out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, Ties, ties herself up with balloons, like, fucking up. <laughs> Gilda starts popping this yeah, shit. Yeah, that's the
0: real moment where Gilda, like, turns. She gets Rainbow Dash to fly away and basically puts it on the table with Pinkie Twi. Like, hey, fuck you. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. This is my fucking house. This is my bitch, right? Like, no fucking around with my chick. And pops all the balloons and sends her crashing to the ground. <laughs> so, like, And then does it again. Pinkie Pie shows up in, like, a flying contraption. I love that each time, it seems like they... they sent her to the ground and just like a cartoon like the hopping at the beginning she's just there yeah again <laughs> instantly um yeah and then so what do we got then gilda like knocks it down again and that's kind of the end of that scene do you have anything else to say on that scene it looked like he did okay uh then we cut to uh pinky pie at twilight's house going she's kind of a bitch and twilight going eh, maybe you're seeing it wrong and pinky pie because she's pinky pie just kind of storms out a little upset and then immediately goes Maybe I am seeing it wrong, you know, because she's got the attention of a goldfish, you know? Mm. And so she goes into town to watch and basically Gilda... This, this bitch goes to visit her friend in her friend's town. It's a small town. And, like, oh, I'll be right. Go hang out in town while I go do my thing. So she okay. She goes into this town that she knows is a small town that her friend is known in and just starts, like, fucking with people and screaming at people. You know the first person <laughs> she fucking... As soon as I saw her fuck with Granny Smith, I knew Mikey was against this chick. Fucking piece of shit! I do like that Granny Smith just goes a rattler. <laughs> that does not look like a I think Granny Smith is
1: senile. <laughs> well, <laughs> but we don't confront her about it or anything. She's kind of like Granny Smith. We Granny's, love you.
0: Well, she immediately goes like she's gonna book it out of there, and then goes like at a snail's pace. Which, yeah, nice joke. Yeah, I liked that. And then, okay, oh she grew Grey Smith. Pinkie Pie's like, oh, maybe she just didn't mean to be mean, whatever. And then she sees her actually straight up steal some fruit. Like, okay, thievery. That's a line, apparently. I oh, no, know, maybe she can give it back. And then what did she do after that? After that, she.
1: But, but sh- wait. Okay, but hang on, hang on. She said, maybe she's going to give it back. You know what Gilda did with the fucking fruit that she stole? Hmm. She ate it.
0: Yeah. How is she going to she, give it
1: how back? she going to poop it out? I think. she's she going to baby bird it? Maybe she's a griffin.
0: She got the beak. Maybe she just fucking pays for it.
1: Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> not giving it back. That's yeah, I a mean, transaction. But that's complete tramp. Well,
0: whatever. I mean, that's equal. I I think in that situation, it's better than nothing. She straight up just stole an apple, uh, and then she she really crosses the line where Fluttershy is helping some ducklings through the the la- <laughs> through yeah. the main square, and Gilda just what's funny is like. Fluttershy is like bringing them in and there's room everywhere all around them. And then Gilda just fucking walks up right in her path. She just wants to be an she asshole. She just wants to be a jerk, like and then just screams, "You're in my way!" I like screams and Fluttershy runs off crying. Yeah. She's sensitive. Yeah. And the ducks apparently don't give a fuck. They just kind of went out in each direction, you know. Um Yeah, that was weird. That was pretty fucked up. Uh, to continue the recap quickly, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sure people are probably watching this with me. I just get bogged down. Uh, then Pinkie Pie does the thing that Pinkie Pie knows how to do, and she throws Gilda a party. And throughout the whole party, Gilda is getting pranked, uh, whether it's fake birthday candles or um, uh, they put like hot sauce in the in the in the what was it cupcake in the treats. I don't remember. And then I don't know. And then they, they dribble glass, all these things, and then gilda finally loses it snaps in front of everyone accuses Pinkie pie of being if trying to get her and well let's go rainbow dash let's get out of here we're too cool for this and we come to find out that rainbow dash came up with all the pranks because they're all fun and happy and you know friendship is magic and uh then gilda storms off and we have a moment of i'd rather be friends with you guys and that lame sauce friendship. uh, the end any thoughts like do you have a favorite moment because i have like i have a favorite line and i have a favorite moment. You're not sure. I don't know. Okay, let me give you mine then. Maybe it'll spark something. So my favorite I think my favorite Pinkie Pie line of this whole day, look, Actually, let me real quick. Can we just say like we were talking in the last episode about how we like Pinkie Pie. Right. Like you've kind of taken her on as your favorite so far of the main six. If I were to have a If you were to have a favorite, sorry. If you were to rank, she's at the top of your list. Yeah. Um, This is a good episode for Pinkie Pie. Yeah. You know, like it, it human, humanizes, ponifies her, personizes her. It gives her depth. There you go. Depth. It gives her she's layers. She's like an onion. Yeah. They, there's more to her than that. But she's still just kind of zany. They, they managed to walk a line where she's still just kind of a zany, crazy character and not... Um, and not, but, but, she still has layers. She cares for her friends and her family. Like, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty good episode for, for exploring Pinkie pie. Yeah. I um, mean, she has one of my favorite lines, which was of this episode, which was, um, maybe when, when, when twilight's telling her that maybe you're just being judgmental and jealous, all that stuff. And she's leaves on a huff and then she's just maybe twilight's right. Maybe I'm just being a big judgmental, jealous, jealousy pants. And I thought that was a fun line. Adorable, big, judgmental, jealous, jealousy pants, and then her other favorite line, my other favorite line, was at the party when Fluttershy kind of comes over to her because Fluttershy got is not really happy with Gilda, and Fluttershy's just like, "Hey, sure, we should really do this, Pinkie Pie." And Pinkie Pie goes, "Auntie Pinkie Pie's got everything taken care of," and then she walks off, and Fluttershy's like, "I'm a year older than you."
1: Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I no, well, she, she got all like, angry she and shit. A, like,
0: <laughs> like, I'm a year older than... <laughs> yeah. Anti-pinkie pies. That's when I noticed, because she, like, pats her on the head, and it is like... Browl, 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 like, total cartoon noises. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. Um, can I ask you something? What? About all this so far? Like, Because I realize they haven't mentioned this specifically, but all the things, all the, like, tattoos on their butts yeah does that mean anything to you where do you how do you feel about that like is it just a thing is it secondary no it's like notice that they're all relative to the character yeah okay what do you fucking take me for i don't know dude i'm just i that's why i'm asking because i know a little bit more about that if anyone's listening doesn't know for some reason i i'm more familiar with the show because my son but i know i just it's a genuine question because I jumped in in the middle of all this stuff, and I jumped in some episodes where they explore those things very in depth, mm. and it—I don't know if I got a skewed perception if I would have even noticed or anything like that. So.
1: So there's more to the butt marks.
0: There are more to the butt marks. Wow, fucking spoilers, Matt. Yep, you know what? I ruined the show. We should just stop now. Yep, we're we should done. Just stop now. No more ponies. <laughs> no, just just genuine curiosity, bro. So you don't have any moments that stood out to you? No, no moments other than,
1: you know, um, I liked the I liked the Fluttershy moment where she got all angry. I I really liked the end
0: where Fluttershy got all angry. Yeah. When did Fluttershy get angry? We
1: we talked about it. we just talked about it, dude. Uh, I
0: wasn't talking about she's angry. She just goes, "Are you sure this is a good idea?"
1: She not when she says, "I'm a year older," and she gets the fucking angry eyes. Oh, that's her yeah. getting angry.
0: I don't know if it was angry if it just had a furrowed brow, bruh. That's angry yes i'll make she was angry does fluttershy get angry yeah they all get angry but like angry angry it's fluttershy bruh maybe that's my word today bruh
1: bruh bruh Bruh. Bruh. rock dude that's fucking hella lame sabra um (laughs) no hella lame i fucking i really like the end when
0: sorry what no nothing this is totally off tangent all right
1: uh, I really like the end where it's like Twilight Sparkle. Uh, No, fuck.
0: Ah, oh, fuck. You need a... Celestia?
1: Yeah, Celestia. Princess Celestia. Got it. When she's like... Uh...
0: Fucking... When she's writing the letter, I'm fucking tired, dude. I am so fucking. <laughs> Is that tired what you're right getting now. at, though? When she's writing the letter back?
1: Yeah, she's writing the letter, and because
0: um, Twilight sends a letter at the end of each episode. Yeah, like... that's not important. Okay. Um, <laughs> she's writing
1: the fucking letter, and she writes a letter like, "Dear Twilight Sparkle, my most faithful student." And I thought, for some reason, when she starts writing the letter, I just thought it'd be fucking hilarious if she's just like, "Dear Twilight Sparkle, my most faithful stu- student." Stop
0: fucking writing to
1: me so much. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. I don't care that much. It would be funny
0: if they cut to her and she's like having a day, just one of those days, and she gets the letter. She's like, oh, just stop fucking writing me. Leave me alone. And then she's like, she finishes it and she's like, oh, that's fucked. Up. And then the vanishing ink. Mm. Like, oh, thank God. Like, especially if she sent it and then yeah. realized a the vanishing ink, that would have been pretty funny. Like, oh, thank God. Didn't want to be that princess. <laughs> <laughs> okay speaking of her because celestia also is a moment earlier when they scare spike they give him the hiccups yeah right what would you think about that moment he's carrying all these scrolls and oh, he gets yeah the hiccups, that was funny and the hiccups cause him to get the fire and then he fires every scroll and the scroll disappears and just celestia just standing there and a bunch of scrolls just start falling on her pretty funny yeah that was funny that was pretty good oh, that was good it was a good moment Yeah. yeah yeah Sorry. So earlier you said "hella" and it got me thinking. When did that stop being a thing? Like, did it ever
1: stop being a thing?
0: Did did it though? Like, I never stopped saying "hella." Not nah, to the level though. Like ten. Well, like, you're from SoCal. You didn't really pick it up till you were up here, right? No,
1: I used to say it ironically in Southern California until I started saying it unironically.
0: I still feel like it's died out because I. What, what is it? Was it twenty? Like in 2009, when I lived up here, everyone was saying it a lot. Mm. Like, hell, I'm hella drunk. You know, like everyone I knew was saying it. And I was worried I was going to get exposed to it like a ton when I moved up here again in 14. But like, I don't really get it that much, except from you using it ironically. Well, now it's not ironic. Not ironically. Well, it's, it, now that nobody else is really saying it, it's ironic again. You were using it ironically down in SoCal, and then you came up here and began to use it unironically, but then the world was like, now nah, fuck you, Mikey. And now you're using it ironically again. Or you're not or is it ironic that the world
1: is no longer using it? I don't know. I just fucking say it. <laughs> and I never <laughs> stopped saying it. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Fucking um, just be yourself, man. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what else to say about this episode. It was, it was another friendship lesson. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of those. Yeah, you know. I mean, I guess what was the moral here was be be true to yourself. Mm. I don't know. Don't be a bitch. Bitches get stitches. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't,
1: don't. Nobody got stitches. Gildo was just kind of like, "Fucking, let's get out of here," and. Fucking, like I said, let's go. And Rambo Dash was like, "Hey, fuck you, dude." Yeah, yeah. And then they just kind of parted ways. I did like that at Who the snitch? end. Who snitched? Nobody snitched on anybody.
0: Bitches, I said. Bitches get stitches. Oh, not snitches. I know the saying. <laughs> I was I was using it ironically. Oh no! All right, fucking, I got <laughs> confused. I'm tired, man. I'm too, man. I, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how much more I have to say about this, but I'm trying to. That got me thinking though. What the hell is the moral? I mean, that is that's it, right? Just. Old friend, like I don't know if don't that there was a moral an for friendship because it's like I guess the moral is you'll lose, even if you have an old, lasting friendship that's already established, you can still ruin it by being a dick. I got it. The
1: moral of the story is
0: loyalty has its limits. That's interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Because Rainbow Dash is loyalty. Yeah.
1: But even loyalty has its limits. Wow. Yeah.
0: You should make inspirational T-shirts. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's not inspirational. That's threatening. (laughs) I don't know. Tomato, tomato. (laughs) Well, it's a threat, but like internal inspiration, right? It's like a passive aggressive threat. Inspiring someone is just threatening them on the inside. (laughs) I'm tired, too. Because the last episode was like no choosing the last episode was like not choosing one friend not playing favorites i guess right with the tickets no oh, no the last one was apple buck season so the ticket one was kind of about like don't choose favorites apple buck season was like be willing to ask for help yeah and then this one is like yeah loyalty has its limits that's not bad that's pretty good mike
1: could be like totally off though Rider could be listening to this like, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know what I'm you're sure fucking the, talking about. I'm sure the
0: writer's listening to every episode just to be sure we do it justice. Yeah. 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 Huh. Uh, so the next episode we're watching, I was thinking I want to do a new thing here. Um, if I give you the name of the next episode, do you want to try and guess what it might be about? Sure. So the next episode is called Boast Busters.
1: Boast Busters. Well clearly this is going to be about Rainbow dash. <laughs> you're going specific.
0: <laughs> I think you're going to just do
1: like a moral. <laughs> no man, Rainbow dash. I'm going to no you you're, you ask me a question, I'm going to give you a fucking answer. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Boostbusters. Boostbusters Boast is about Rainbow dash is uh Doing something boastful, and the rest of the ponies have
0: to come in and bust
1: that boastfulness.
0: Bust that boast even though she just like unfriended someone for being overtly. <laughs> I guess Gilda's not boastful. Uh, yeah. Well, no, 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 she really didn't she didn't
1: unfriend Gilda because she was boastful. She unfriended Gilda because she was a fucking
0: prick. <laughs> she was. How about that element, huh? How about these magical creatures? Like, we got the Manticore and now a Griffin. Yeah, that's. Do You have cool. any any other like guesses as to what else we might see in this world? Um, just curious. There's also like a sea serpent thingy. Oh yeah, yeah. So clearly some magical creatures.
1: Um, I'd like to think we're gonna get a sc- Cyclops at some point. Cyclops. A snakehead lady.
0: Uh, like a Medusa. Yeah, a snakehead lady. I wonder. I don't really know. I know of a couple creatures, but they, they I mean, from what I understand, there's a lot because there's one-off things like this, you know, yeah. bizarre creatures. i It makes me wonder. One thing I've, I'm going to tell you because I've seen a lot more episodes than you, but I don't even know all the magical characters and beings that might be been in there. But I've been, since the beginning, wondering if you're going to do a show about ponies that are anthropomorphic or whatever the whole word is, kind of, right? Like... And you have all these, like, griffins and manicores and all these things. Like, are there centaurs?
1: Yeah, probably.
0: But that would be, like, half human. Wouldn't that seem off for the show? Like, I haven't seen any yet. I've seen more episodes than you. Are there no humans out there? I haven't seen a human yet. Yeah. But do you, but does that mean... Does it mean they're not? No.
1: So they could do a special... Cause like this show's re- still running, isn't it? No, it just ended. Just ended. Yeah. They could do like a callback special, where they're like, "Oh, there's humans <laughs> in the pony My Little Pony verse." Some pony. Because everything's a universe now.
0: The My Little Pony universe. I, humans in the universe. It'd be funny if humans were like just some like mammals living in caves. <laughs> the ponies bring them out of the caves and teach them how to grow wheat. <laughs> teach him how to
1: grow weed that's dope dude
0: yeah grow weed
1: oh i don't know what time it is there but uh. over here it's 4 20. hey
0: because they're horses get it <laughs> is there weed in the my little pony universe there's gotta be there's gotta be drugs there's gotta be drugs
1: nobody's happy like that all the time
0: there's a lot of animals that take drugs it's like reindeer and shit that get high on ayahuasca or something, something like that.
1: Cats like catnip and shit. That's true. I saw a fucking TikTok of this dude who put like CBD oil on a doggy treat and gave it to his dog. And then it cut to his dog like on his, on their, on their back <laughs> in front of the window. Like the sun just bathing on them. And they're like, oh. <laughs> in heaven.
0: Hell yeah. Um, yeah. What's, what's the we, I don't know. I wonder got to be drugs. How would they do it? I mean, they do every other human thing, right? Yeah. They have doorknobs. What the They, fuck do they, they have? don't even have fucking thumbs. Do they have doorknobs? No, I don't know if they have doorknobs.
1: Now you're questioning everything. I'm questioning
0: it. No, seriously, because they t- there's some attention to detail in this shit. Like, now I want to look. Are they doorknobs? Because I'm suddenly remembering that I've seen a handful of doors in this. Because Gilda cl- slams the door behind her, and it's one of those half doors. So she only slams the bottom half. And that got me thinking like in barns and stuff you do the half door so the horse can like pop its head out and stuff and they're all fucking horses so are all the doors like barn doors and i just haven't noticed you should
1: fucking start paying attention for that you start looking for that and making notes definitely every time
0: you see that uh you got any cool brony facts any other fun brony stories like the last one with the jar no you didn't bring anything new this time
1: no like i'm i'm still getting shit from boston friends that's like fucking oh look nazi bronies oh check out this brony who fucking shot 17 people in a fedex or something
0: oh causation is not correlation (laughs) yeah you don't you don't watch my
1: little pony and be like oh i'm gonna fucking shoot up a fedex there's a lot going on in your life to get you to that point
0: well you you bring up an interesting thing i mean there's Every year, they have a BronyCon, which is a fan convention for bronies, right? And every year, they draw about 10,000 attendants. Damn. That's not nothing. And if you think about that, that's just people going to the con. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I love all this, like, Comic-Con stuff. I'd love to go to Comic-Con, but I'm one of those people that has never been to Comic-Con. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of people like that. It makes you wonder, like, that's not a small number. So what does that correlate to? 50,000, 60,000 bronies in the world? 100,000 more? You know, like we don't really know. And how many bronies are just young kids
1: right now waiting to be bronies? Well, I think there's something to that.
0: Like I think about Ellis watching the show. You think Ellis is going to be a brony? Um, boy's a brony, dude. He loves my – we're doing a My Little Pony uh, birthday party.
1: That kid just loves dress-up, though.
0: Yeah. It is funny, though, because one day it'll be like, all rainbow he's got his rainbow boots and his rainbow blanket and his rainbow shirt and all that stuff and it's like and his rainbow dash hat and he's just rainbow dash mode he loves rainbow dash and then the next morning he'll wake up and be like spider-man everything spider-man give me all the spider-man <laughs> you know and the next day it's like elsa give me all the Elsa. i'm in an elsa mode today yeah. and the next day it's <laughs> you know what i mean like he just he swings back and forth it's kind of kind of cool to watch because there's no rhyme or reason to it you just letting him be who he is and see like, like what he likes, which is cool. But I think the new generation, especially his age is going to be growing up on that stuff. Like when we were his age, watching cartoons and stuff, it's like anything. I think, (sighs) I think it's going to spread load itself into the culture. You know what I mean? I don't think Bronies will be quite as niche as they were for our generation. Like for his generation, especially because, like, look at this show. It's not a bad cartoon for kids. I, w- I watched a ton of cartoons as a kid. You think so? You're saying you think My Little Pony
1: and Bronies is gonna go fucking mainstream pop culture?
0: Not that it's gonna go mainstream necessarily. I mean, it's not not mainstream. It was on major network, you know, like and. But like Brony culture, you uh, think Brony I, I, culture? Because like,
1: because like you think well, about like because we you talk about bro- uh, BronyCon or whatever the fuck it's called. But then you have Comic-Con, and Comic-Con, before the MCU hit, Mm. you could get fucking tickets. It wasn't selling (laughs) out like crazy, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all the movies hit, all the pop culture hits, everything just fucking explodes, and everybody who used to talk shit on comic books loves comic books. Yeah. And it's a big, huge thing. Fucking selling out. You don't think My Little
0: Pony can do that? Yeah, but think about it, though. Like that, The definition of nerd has changed. You know what I mean? A comic like that, that kind of person, was kind of what you imagine a brony to be when we were growing up. You know, like like you're kind of a that comic book person that generated. You're greasy. You're living in your mom's basement or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not saying that I believe that about bronies. I'm trying to open my mind to what people can be and what they're into. But like you kind of, it kind of had that stigma. And I'm saying like maybe maybe what you're saying is right. It becomes more pop culture. But I think it just becomes. Accepted, like it becomes absorbed by Comic Con. Yes, <laughs> no, but you know, I guess I mean, especially the younger generation. All it's, right, they're all being rage, raised, the new My Little Pony, <laughs> the new generation's kind of being raised to, uh, like, with gender norms are kind of changing and shifting in the new next generation under us. You know, like under our kids, hopefully, and, and I think that you see that in Ellis. And if a lot of kids are starting to experience that, then I think. There's less of a stigma towards something like being a brony to the point where it's there may it may be that it dissolves the idea of a brony. You know what I mean? Because it's not a unique and weird thing for dudes to like My Little Pony because it's not as innately female. You know what I mean? And I don't think it is. I kind of like this show because it's it's not innately one thing. Right. It's kind of cool that it's a lot of different things and good story arcs and and each character is a unique character and archetype and you know i mean the main six are all girls but isn't that's not a gender is not a character <laughs> type in the show you know what i mean like do you not understand like it's not gender is not an archetype right yeah it's just they are because it's My Little Pony, I guess. They probably went off this. And, and from what I understand, I'll have to do a deep, deep dive and explain it. But from what I understand, the creator took on this project with that in mind. Like, oh, uh, the last iterations were very, like, you know, whatever, very teacups and, you know, magic and all that stuff. We want to make something that's adventurous and fun and can, like, show that female characters can be all these different variations of hero.
1: Right.
0: And they, I I mean, we're only five episodes in. I think they do a pretty pretty good job still a cartoon, you know, it's not, but I've also seen some episodes that you haven't seen <laughs> that I'm yeah. like,
1: fuck, dang. Okay.
0: <laughs> but
1: yeah, I'm still on episode five, but like, I guess yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> I guess, I guess
0: that's me. just me sharing my opinion and what I've seen. And I don't want to influence what you got coming. You can just mm-hmm. tell me that I'm dumb if you hate it. So all right. it's not like, keep that in yeah, mind. it's not like you're not willing, <laughs> but all right, well, you have any final thoughts? I mean, we've talked about anything else on the episode. No, nah. no. Nah. Yeah. me neither. either I overall I, it was an episode. I, I mean, I, I thought it was all right. I thought it was a little more engaging than apple buck season or apple bucking or whatever the heck that last one was. Um, but not nearly as engaging as the first two. Yeah. Those definitely were the attention grabbers with everything going on. But, all right. Well, anyways, I guess that's it. That's well, where we'll end it for today. Um, some quick plugs. Uh, we won't plug the. We'll change that over. We you to get a. I'll talk to you about that later. Um, you can check me out on Twitter at Matt Rodolphi. I'm also on TikTok at Matt Tango. Make sure to check out our other podcast that we do with the other owners of Atango, of Fat Tango Pro- Productions, uh, Ford Tango, where we all goof off, play games, and all that stuff. Uh, I also do another podcast with blake sweet one of the other owners called family records where we share family stories and hear other people's family stories and uh make sure you check out fat tango presents which is kind of the whole thing (laughs) and what we're doing um you want to plug anything
1: uh check out at fat tango productions on instagram and at fat tango's podcast on twitter
0: yeah, make sure you leave us a review if you like what we're doing. If you don't, you know, just be nice. We're just starting. Go away. Come back when we're done a little bit more and then you can be brutally honest with us. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right, everyone. Well, um until next time, we're off now right now to go watch the next episode, which as I said is called Boast Busters. So, we'll see how we like that and we'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. This has been a Fat Tango production.